Thanks for joining us for our first edition of the AT Squared podcast series, delving into the fascinating world of hybrid airships. These innovative vehicles are capable of transporting goods and people to just about anywhere in the world, including the most remote locations. They're environmentally friendly with significantly lower emissions than other transport modes, cost-effective, safe, and highly versatile. In this episode, we're going to talk with Philip Burns O'Brien, CRO at AT Squared, about why hybrid airships are the aviation solution we need to support Arctic sovereignty. Welcome, Phil. Thanks. It's great to be here. I'm excited about the role that hybrid airships can play in supporting Arctic sovereignty. Currently, we're seeing some critical gaps that are putting the region at risk. So if we can help to plug those gaps, we can be part of preserving the unique Arctic ecosystem and the people who live in that region. Absolutely. I wonder if we can take a step back for a moment and talk about sovereignty. Why do you think Arctic sovereignty is so important? Well, the Arctic region is massive in size. It covers about 20 million square kilometers of land and sea, and it is made up of parts of Canada, Greenland, Finland, Iceland, Norway, Russia, Sweden, and then of course the US. It's a landscape that's rich in indigenous people and cultures, resources and natural beauty. But it's also a region that offers strategic territorial value. Canada, for example, sees the Arctic as central to its national identity, prosperity, security, values and interests. There is also an increase in interest and competition for natural resources in the Arctic. Critical and strategic minerals such as lithium, graphite, rare earth elements, phosphate, bauxite, iron ore, copper, nickel and diamonds all present economic opportunities for nation states and commercial enterprises. Also, with global warming and the ice melting, the Arctic seaways are opening up. This is enabling more shipping traffic, which puts regions at risk of unauthorized or unregulated transits and illegal activities. For all these reasons, Canada and other Arctic nations recognize that maintaining sovereignty, safety, security, and environmental protection of the Arctic region is vital. That's true. You said there are some critical gaps putting Arctic sovereignty at risk. What methods are currently being used to maintain sovereignty, and how are those methods limited? So we have five main methods of maintaining sovereignty. A physical presence, satellites, aircraft and drones, icebreakers, and then our armed forces and search and rescue teams. The physical presence in the region is our primary method. Canada has more than 50 northern communities made up of approximately 200,000 inhabitants, more than half of whom are indigenous. Sadly, these people who live in these communities face overcrowding, food scarcity, chronic health issues, and high rates of youth suicide. Without access to year-round affordable and reliable cargo transportation and government support, these conditions will persist. We also have military bases and research stations in need of year-round access to transportation. Satellites are the second method. We use those for tracking ship positions and avoiding collisions for helping with search and rescue operations, and for measuring and tracking changing environmental conditions in the ice, ocean and land. But an independent auditor's report in 2022 revealed that satellites and the equipment are nearing the end of their useful life. Plus, there are gaps in the coverage that they provide in them regions. A third method, traditional fixed-wing aircraft and helicopters also help with monitoring marine traffic and transporting people and equipment to the northern communities and bases. And drones help with monitoring activities, but these are subject to weather conditions and they require expensive permanent infrastructure, including airports and landing strips. 
Some of Canada's patrol aircraft are reaching the end of their useful life also. Fourth, we have the Coast Guard icebreakers. These ships are used for charting missions, policing, and search and rescue missions. But they are also aging and in need of replacement. And fifth, there is the Canadian Armed Forces, including full-time military personnel and Canadian Rangers. We help maintain sovereignty by providing threat detection, surveillance, domain awareness, but they are too hampered by operational limitations, including difficulties in moving and surviving in the northern environment and a need for better communications and equipment. And of course there's NORAD, the North American Airspace Defence Command. NORAD provides remote radar sites, fighter jets and other assets to provide Arctic sovereignty, but needs further investment to bolster its capabilities. Basically, these existing methods are contingent on appropriate weather conditions or are not available all year round, are aging and even reaching the end of their service life and expensive to build, maintain and replace. Plus, they don't provide the full surveillance coverage of the area and they don't meet the day-to-day needs of people living in northern communities. Beyond that, current transportation methods don't support UN Sustainable Development Goals or Canada's 2050 Net Zero Mission Goals. They burn enormous amounts of greenhouse gases, use non-renewable resources, and they pollute the very environment that Canada and other Arctic nations are seeking to protect. I see. So hybrid airships can bridge these gaps. Why do you think they'd be such an effective solution? Yes, certainly. I think hybrid airships are a perfect way to augment the existing strategies. They're capable of operating just about anywhere because they have the air-conditioned landing system. That means they can land and take off from almost any location, even open water. And they have enormous range at 2,500 kilometers and can provide faster cargo transportation than land and sea alternatives. They're resilient to atmospheric conditions, so suitable for use in the depths of winter and the heights of summer. And they don't require seasonally dependent infrastructure like open seaways or ice roads. They're safe, quiet, and have simple operator controls. And because they combine buoyancy lift from helium and a new aerodynamic design with propulsion from electric motors controlling the speed and direction, the laws of physics ensure that hybrid airships are extremely safe. With their large volume cargo bays, they're a cost-effective solution for transporting equipment and supplies. And using buoyant lift with electric engines fueled by hydrogen fuel cells makes them fuel efficient with zero emissions. They sound ideal for an application like this. It does seem like hybrid airships would be an excellent solution for maintaining Arctic sovereignty and security, and a way to support indigenous northern communities. I would say that the unique capabilities of hybrid airships could make them indispensable in several ways. We can use them to enhance food security and broaden access to healthcare and disaster relief in the northern communities. Airships could really provide a lifeline to these remote locations by transporting essential supplies including fresh food and medical necessities, or even serve as mobile medical facilities during emergencies. They could extend marine shipping surveillance. As the ice belts melt and new shipping routes open up, monitoring marine traffic is absolutely vital for preventing environmental disasters and protecting fragile ecosystems. If they're equipped with thermal imaging and communications equipment, they could help with locating missing persons or vessels quickly improving search and rescue operations even in extreme weather conditions. And they could help safeguard the region by serving as aerial command centres, conducting surveillance, monitoring activities, and swiftly responding to prevent potential threats. Thanks so much, Phil. Hey, thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. And many thanks to our listeners. 
If you want to learn more about innovative hybrid airships, check out our website, at2aero.space.